We don't condone any of the games that we're going to mention. These games are dangerous and might actually cause harm. Your soul is very important to us. Are you ready to If anything, you guys saved yourselves. We went on a whole rant, and we weren't even recording. We weren't, but it was okay. Because you know why? I stopped her before she went too far into the game. This shoebox telephone. This ritual, <laughs> we're just going to go into it. Like we, They're going to be like, damn, this is different. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, we usually get foreplay first. You go right into it? Yeah, well, no, this is it. We're Sorry, tired. we're not going to warm you up this time. No, we're just tired. We're just going in. This ritual was first posted to Reddit by the user FableForge in 2013. However, in his post, he stated that the ritual was already being done by other people in Juvie. Wow. Mm-hmm. In Juvie. Yes. That's fucking new. That's that's something very new. Hey, hey, people in jail do shit too. But wow. Luckily, the risk for his ritual are a little lower than others. Man, why y'all lower the risk for? You're the one that's always scared of shit. You should be happy. Exactly, but the higher the risk, the more chances people won't play. If it's too safe, they'll obviously play it. Yeah, sure. Unless they're like us, be like, nah, I'm good. Exactly. Uh, so you might be alright. Emphasis on the word might, by the way. This is, after all, used for contacting the dead. Much of the time, the ritual is conducted for people to try and gain closure. Oh, okay, so it's that kind of thing. And I like your pronunciation, the dead. <laughs> I like that. They're dead. I like, like that. I was watching, watching Beel Juice <laughs> last week, and they were like, what do you expect? You're dead. Uh, <laughs> like, well, damn, bitch, you could have said it no nicer. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> That's what uh, one of the caseworkers, uh-huh. yeah, she was like, well, what did you expect? You're dead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, I love that movie so much. Uh, only one player is needed to succeed or not succeed. How about we all fail together and not play this game? It can be good. Good dose of it. Keeps you humble. Your special ingredient will begin with a phone. Wow, phone booth. Now I know it's 2019 and you can barely find a pay phone. Even if you actually do find one, it won't be in a fucking booth. So you should use something like a closet instead. Oh, okay. Interesting. No pressure or anything, though. So, uh, I think there's still one where I used to live. Why are you telling people this? They don't know where I live. Yeah. You don't want to give them possibilities. I'm going to go looking for that shit. Like, it's somewhere in New York. <laughs> uh, the rest of your ingredients are one paper cup, one shoe box, one piece of thread that is two to four feet long, one needle, one pair of scissors, one sheet of paper, one ink pen. Do not try to use a pencil. So, your personal favorite, plume, and stuff like that. You love plumes. One flat surface for writing and one power object. Hmm. 
The object should be personally connected to the person you are trying to contact. Oh, okay. It should be maybe something of theirs that they liked. Makes sense. That's so creepy, though. <laughs> uh, you must begin by making the outbound call. Make the call right before you go to bed. Ugh, ugh, ugh. It doesn't matter what time it is, just as long as your day is complete. Well, that's good. You know, remember after 9 p.m., that's when your minutes were free? <laughs> this is good. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that explains why so many people got late night calls. Right? But the uh, booty call. There you go. It makes sense now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it does make sense, though. Uh, see, there you go. You're right. Turn off all electronic devices, the TV, cell phones, alarm clock, etc. But keep the lights on. Now, you will wait. You will truly feel when the time is right to continue. <laughs> oh my god. I hate it when they say that because it's like... I would never feel it. Exactly. I'd be like... Oh, it's just gas. I'd be like, bitch, I got anxiety. I'd be feeling shit. <laughs> I'd be feeling shit right and wrong all the time. <laughs> Once the feeling of the right time is upon you, take the sheet of paper and your pen in hand. Write a letter to the person with whom you'd like to speak. Tell the person in details why they should call you. Wow, that's funny. Uh, do not cross out anything or correct any mistakes that you made. Don't overthink your message. Just write it. Nah, you're asking the wrong bitch. I gotta really think about it if I were, like, you have to write something for somebody. And like, no, 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 just write the first thing that comes to your head. I'll still panic. And then I'll still have to think about it. And then don't write anything. <laughs> you just don't write. Don't do anything. <laughs> Uh, during this time, if you don't feel that right time has arrived within an hour, do not proceed, but go to sleep and try again during the next evening. If the feeling of the right time eludes you for the next several nights, try taking a break or try contacting a different person. Also, while writing your letter, do not write in doubt. If you are not sincere in your writing, this will result in dialing the wrong number. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> well, nobody likes dialing wrong numbers. Facts, you. When you're finally finished, pick up your thread and tie one end to the power object. With the needle, lead the other end of the thread through the paper cup. Remove the needle and tie the end of the thread inside the cup, making a knot to keep the thread attached. This is your new headset and telephone wire. See, we've had to run AT&T out of business. Oh, my God. Make your own cell phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do not make the paper cup headset before writing your letter so that no sounds or words can enter the cup at this time. Now, read your written letter aloud into the cup. Be sincere and read all of it, including the mistakes. So what if I wrote just like... I started to write something that started with an A, and then I just decided not to use that word. So I'd be like, A, and, yeah. L, A, and, damn. Like, I hope she understand me. <laughs> oh, my God. After you finish, place the letter and the power object inside the shoe box, but leave the telephone wire thread out of the box. Close the lid of the box. However, do not seal the box, and then place the box on the floor of your phone booth. The paper cup should be left standing on top of the shoebox. Place the scissors next to the box and now wait for the phone to ring. The inbound call. You may have to wait a while. Later on, you will have a dream of the person trying to call you. Oh, okay. 
This is the ring you've been waiting for. No. Do not call me when I'm sleeping. Oh. <laughs> Don't you dare! <laughs> like, you're sleeping and all of a sudden you wake up to your phone ringing. That's just, just annoying. That's itself. what I mean. Don't call me while I'm sleeping. If it's 3 a.m., you know I'm sleeping. You better be dead. <laughs> you better be dead, dying, or in labor. Facts. A catastrophe, natural disaster, a fire. So it better be something. God forbid, though. Oh, look, in Shrek, when he was talking to Fiona and somebody just barged in, he's like, well, somebody better be dying. Yep. And then the frog was like, I'm dying. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shrek was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you may receive this signal that same night or on one of the next few nights. You will wake up from this dream and know that the telephone is ready to be answered. Leave your bed and go to the phone booth, DK. Don't turn on the lights and don't speak. Quiet ass phone booth. Yo, facts. If you see that the shoebox is open or the cup has been knocked over, do not proceed. Enough. Well, like you didn't open that box. You didn't gotta tell me twice. Also, do not place the headset anywhere near your ear. So what the fuck? Keep the shoebox closed. If it is closed, that is, and snap the thread with your hands. If you can't snap the thread, cut it with the scissors. If the shoebox is as you left it, then you may continue. Go into the phone booth and close the door. Sit on the floor and place the paper cup over your ear. Cover your other ear with your hand and listen hard. Concentrate. Don't touch the shoebox. Don't move around a lot and try not to make noise. Don't speak, even if someone asks you any questions or tell you to say something. Your written letter was all you had to say. Now to end the call. Whether it is done or you want to end it, hold the shoebox lid firmly closed and with your other hand, snap the thread. Use the scissors if you cannot snap the thread yourself. Who can't snap thread with their hands? Honestly. It's a, it, it comes from a spool, it's thread. What type of thread are you using? Facts, yo. Do not let the shoebox open, even a little. Take the shoebox to a safe location and leave it alone for several months. Shit, I forget shit all the time, so <laughs> you don't gotta tell me twice. Uh, well, making sure the shoebox is still closed. Just make sure no one opens it. Yeah. Like, you know, your mom, you something like, what's this in here? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I leave it in the middle of nowhere and I got new shoes? Be like, oh, Scream's got some new shoes, hey. Let me see what she wear. Still, do not put the cup to your ear. Instead, burn it. Burn it with fire. Don't have to tell me twice. Kill it with fire. Facts, yo. As for the inbound call, if the dream that symbolizes the ring doesn't arrive after four nights, it could mean that the person you wish to speak to has nothing to say to you. <laughs> Shady. That sucks, yo. How you get shade from the other side, though? Facts, yo. Yo, that's, oh, you get ultimate shaded that way. <laughs> uh, you can replay the game if you want to contact someone else, but do not attempt this too often. As stated before, if you write your letter in doubt, it will result in dialing the wrong number. If you do dial the wrong number, you may connect with no one or with the wrong person. If you become connected to the wrong person, they might pretend to be the right person. That's disgusting. Damn. Also, this wrong person could lie to you and give you any type of wrong information as themselves or while pretending to be the right person. Do not dial the wrong number ever. Yeah, that's actually really disturbing. Also... <laughs> As for not speaking to the voice you hear or being influenced into any way to speak, whether this is the right person or not, spirits are sensitive. 
Doing either of these things could allow the entity into your home to wreak havoc or even possess you. That's something I definitely don't want in my life. Don't talk to nobody and don't repeat anything you hear. <laughs> Great! Okay, so there's a little side note for me. Yeah, go for it. Concerning this, you're not going to like it. <laughs> Just for those who are willing to try these games, this is a word of caution to you. Oh my god, my heart's already like racing right now. Relax. <laughs> this ain't even... Look, look, you're not affected by this. I already started. <laughs> okay, you are affected, but... Not, not, I already started. <laughs> not directly, not directly. I already started. Nothing's going to happen to you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> there was one commenter by the name of Skyla. Oh god, I'm scared. Who claimed to have been playing some of the games that we spoke about so far on the show. What? Really? And more of them within a two-week period. So she's been doing a lot of them. What the, the fuck? Two-week period. She has no life, number one. We don't We don't know. We don't know. Oh. I don't know what she does. Facts. But like, oh. Okay, so as for this game, Skyla inquired about the wrong caller and how would one know if this is actually the wrong person if they're pretending to be the right person? Okay. Uh-huh. She did this in the comment section. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Another commenter by the name of Jack replied about four months later asking if any of the games or rituals had actually worked for Skyla. Oh, yeah, because she played, like, every single one. Mm, pretty, pretty much, probably. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, this girl. And then about Listen. seven months after that, Raleigh, another commenter, Replied with concerns that Skyla hasn't added to or replied to their original comment in about 10 months. So Skyla first commented in June of 2016. Oh my god. Jack commented in September of the same year. Uh-huh. And Riley commented in April of 2017. No, And I checked the whole section. Skyla has not responded. And I've seen other people's names repeatedly. Hers is nothing else. That bitch did. I don't know. That bitch did it. My phone just lit up and I just had like a heart attack. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead and have your little heart attack. I'm sorry. I just felt like, you know, throwing it out there. Oh, hell no. You can go on with your life now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, fucking <laughs> enjoy. Oh, my God. That bitch did. All right. Well, here's another story. So this is credit to Don't Hang Up. And it is titled, So I Played Shoebox Telephone. I grew up in a very superstitious family. Bitch, me too. <laughs> and I was warned strongly never to play with the occult. Bitch, Bitch me, me too. too. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always been hesitant to try most of the rituals and games that we talked about around here. Uh, not me, bitch. I, I don't do anything at all. But there's someone I need to talk to, and this seemed like a harmless enough way to pursue answers. I guess some backstories would be useful here. In freshman year of high school, I fell in love with a boy. Aww. Our relationship wasn't perfect. You know, we're in high school. It's high school. I don't expect it to be perfect at all. I was needy and insecure. Bitch, me too. <laughs> he was manipulative and had an explosive temper. Ugh. We all need to sit down and have coffee because this is getting too damn similar. Mm. But we loved each other. Mm. And we and while we tried breaking it off a few times, we always wound up back together. Mm. After college, he was unemployed and feeling directionless. Bitch, me too. So he enlisted. Bitch, me too? I guess. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, no, I'm saying, I'm asking. No. I'm saying, bitch, me too, so many damn times. <laughs> no, no. Army. You can probably guess the rest. The night before he left for basic, he got down on one knee and pulled out a ring. Oh! Damn. Wow. 
Not me, bitch. <laughs> Not me too. It wasn't anything fancy, but I was over the moon. Aww. I said yes. Oh, that's nice. He left and I was left with the task of learning to get by without him in my day-to-day -day life. He had some leave between finishing his training and shipping out to Iraq. We spent a lot of that time in bed together, just daydreaming about what things would be like when he came back. Then he left. It was scary and we couldn't stay in touch very well. But he made it back from his first deployments. We had our wedding. Aww. It was everything I dreamed. We found a nice apartment together, got a dog, a... Talked about starting a family. Aww. It was 2009. Nice. Right? Right after Thanksgiving, the president announced that he was committing additional forces to Afghanistan. <laughs> Orders came down pretty soon after he shipped out. A few months later, a knock at the door. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I hate that. Two men in dress uniform. He didn't make it. Oh, poor thing. He never came home, and not even in a box. Damn. I put off taking the test for as long as I could, but eventually it was undeniable. I was pregnant. Oh, fuck. That sucks, baby. Up until that point, I was kind of numb. I called my mother-in-law to tell her the good news. On the second ring, I burst into tears and hung up before I could tell her. I was a wreck. I cried all the time, but when I wasn't crying, I slept. I hardly ever ate. Oh, she lost the baby. Damn. Oh, you poor thing. I'm so sorry. Now, I'm not going to yell at you for playing this game. I'm not. Uh, in the years since, I've moved on. I hurt, but not in the same way. Good girl. I'm proud of you. People started encouraging me to start dating again, but I still needed closure. Last week was his birthday, and I guess it was just time. Two weeks ago, I started gathering materials, the shoebox, my sewing kit, and paper cups, parchment, and an ink pen. The ritual doesn't call for it, but it was how I used to write him love letters, and it felt right. Okay. A silver locket uh, holding a sketch I drew of him in high school and a poem he wrote me around the same time. I cleaned my closet, and so there'd be enough room to sit with the box. It took me four nights before I was ready to write the letter. On the fourth night, as I was on the verge of giving up, it all came tumbling out, enough to fill the paper from the top to bottom in tiny script. I can't share the contents of it here, obviously not, I don't blame you, but there was a lot of why and I love you and I'm sorry in it. When it was done, I attached the locket to the cup with the, some red thread and made the call. I was crying by the end of it. When I was finished crying, I folded the letter and put it in a box with the locket and set the cup on top of the whole thing to wait. It took another three days for it to ring. I dreamed of the last night we spent together, laying on the same bed and talking about random shit, trying to pretend the morning wasn't coming. His fingers were interlaced with mine, and I could feel his warmth next to me. It was so real. Suddenly, he gripped my hand hard, forcing me to turn and look at him. Baby, get up. We gotta talk, he said. Then I woke up. It was 2 a.m. on the morning of his birthday. Ugh. It's him. I'd taken to sleeping on the floor next to the open closet while I was waiting, so it only took a couple of seconds to sit up and grab the cup. I held it over my right ear and waited. I didn't bother covering the left, as I'm hard of hearing on that side. I waited a minute or two, but nothing came through. Then I had a stupid idea. Without moving around too much, I grabbed my hearing aid and put it on my left ear and turned it on and turned the volume up until I could hear a little static coming through. They put the cup over it and covered my right ear. It fucking worked. Oh my god. 
He was there, barely in a whisper, but it was unmistakably him. I can't repeat what he said. I couldn't even make out some of it, but I think I got enough. I heard what I needed to anyway. He told me things about himself I've since been able to confirm. Some of it hurt. A lot of it, actually. But it was good to get it out into the open. I'm sorry for being so vague. It's just, it's so personal, you know? When I was done, I broke the thread. I tied the box shut with a ribbon. I'll probably open it on the anniversary of his death three months from now. That feels right. I burned the cup in the fireplace. I understand now why I never seen anyone post about having done this ritual. It's relatively safe, but the results, they're private. It took me a lot of thinking before I decided to share my experience after all. And as you can see, I made a throwaway account to do it. This won't be my last post though. My husband, I share one thing he said to me. He said there's another phone call I need to make. I have to call our son. Holy fuck. Oh my God. <sighs> See this one, less scary, more emotion. Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. I mean, don't play, but that sucks though. Any positive notes or creepy notes I should know? Girl, I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> How dare you ask me? <laughs> I don't know either. That was just crazy. <sighs> Especially the part I was like, hey, you need to talk to our son. That's that's that, that hit me hard. I was like, oh my god. That's one that's fucking creepy. And two, oh my god. What is he? How can he say anything? What's he gonna say? I don't, I don't know. You know, like the fact that she, she didn't even know what the baby was. She knows now. Ooh, that's really creepy, though. How spot on that information was. Well, I just maybe I guess we you pick the next game now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> I don't either. Because it's, it's not funny. No. No. Oh, man. This <sighs> is breathe and you pick your game. I just need like. Maybe we can laugh at your game. A good drink or something. Girl. Don't make me get the bottle. <laughs> I'm in like a tumbleweed of it. Put a, like a baby nipple on the bottle just for you. <laughs> this is my crisis bottle. <laughs> this is Scream's crisis bottle. <laughs> it's already it's ready to drink. You don't pour shit. I'm not a baby either. Just put a spout. No. Oh my god. Right, fine. I'm not gonna stop you. I don't have a spout. All right. Ready? Yeah. Oh, actually, this is pretty long. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no! Let me see. Let me hear. Let me hear. The binoculars game. <laughs> no, 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 no. Give me enough. No, I fuck it. Oh. You can't reach you. Give me. <sighs> Thank you. You guys are gonna have fun with this because I fucking hate binoculars so much. Yes, we are all gonna have fun with Oh this. no. Why do you hate binoculars? Oh fuck me. Cause okay, so you hate a lot of shit. Yes, no, but this one I actually have like a core fear towards it because so as most of you know. When it comes to like monsters and everything, the one thing I hate is swift movement and twitching. And touching. And touching. Yes. A lot of that too. Th okay. But anyway, the first two are like prime core. Like if I see them, I'm traumatized. Now, um, my friend Waps told me to watch this uh, storytelling video because apparently in Japan, there's a name for horror stories that they tell to children. Right. I forgot the name, but... Um, he sent me a video of one of them, like a series, because somebody actually animated all the other stories. Mm -hmm. So I watched one about this house 
And these three little boys were um, looking at the house through binoculars, mm -hmm. trying to find the Dike ghost wow. that supposedly haunted that place. So one of the boys actually, I guess he actually saw it. Then he got sick. And then they took him home and his parents got really mad because of how sick he got out of nowhere. And they, the kids told the parents what they actually did. The parents were furious. And then I'm actually getting like, oh, a cold pit in my stomach saying this. But and then all of a sudden, sick boy's friend, he actually had the binoculars of his friends because the binoculars belonged to the sick kid. Mm -hmm. So he went back to the house to return the binoculars. Oh, they took them. No, he he accidentally had him. He didn't give it back oh. to the friend. He didn't oh. give it back. So he felt bad. So he went to go return it to offer peace because the parents were mad at the boy for letting him do this, you know? Mm. All of a sudden, it was a weird vibe. Completely different. The minute he left and then re realized that he had the binoculars and went back. The span between that two moments was like, I say like 10 minutes. All of a sudden, everything shifted 180 degrees. The mood was dark. Everybody was in a panic. Everything, and the father came out of the sick boy and he was like, I thought you left. What are you doing coming back here? And then the boy was like, oh, I had to return my friend's binoculars. And then like the boy, I guess he had the urge to like look through the binoculars and he saw his friend like crawling out and like zigzagging, swaying right towards him. And I was just like, fuck my life. So was his friend dead or? Yeah, apparently they, the boy, when he saw the creature got possessed. And that's how, yeah. And when I when I saw him swifting towards him, like quickly through the binoculars, god damn it! I want to watch this. Oh, I'll send you the link if you want to see it. All of them. Give me all of them. I'll, I'll ask Swaps to send me the link so I can send it to you. But like, I I hate binoculars okay. now because of that. Okay, I see. I'm sorry. <sighs> you, you want a little pick me up? Oh, actually, that'd be nice. I have a pick-me-up. <laughs> I'm gonna hate this game so bad. You all gonna have fun. I'll be strong, though. Yes, yes, yes. Through the tears. Flex. <laughs> flex it for me. Weird flex, but okay. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Springfield, New Jersey. Hey, nice. Easton, Pennsylvania. Okay. Wytheville, Virginia. Oh, wow. These are the first. First, Virginia and Pennsylvania. Or do we have a Pennsylvania already? I think we already have a Virginia. Fond du Lac. Wisconsin. Oh, God. I know somebody who lives in Milwaukee. And then I have my friend Kate who lives in Wisconsin. So that might be her. Okay, cool. Kat, is that you? I love you. Rowville, Australia. Oh, nice. Macapa, Brazil. Ooh, another Brazil. Letirolandia, Brazil. Ooh. Envigado, Colombia. Oh, nice. I know you like that one. Trivandrum, India. Oh, wow. I gotta admit, though, you're getting really good at these names. I like foreign names. It's cool. Duhok, Iraq. Ooh, hello. Moidien, Israel. Ooh, nice. Leon, Mexico. Hey. Monterrey, Mexico. Hey. Pajacuaran, Mexico. We got a party, y'all. <laughs> Via Hermosa. Mexico. <laughs> you know what it sounds like? It sounds like vieja, like vieja hermosa, like old, pretty old. Maybe. It oh, like beautiful old. Maybe it is old and beautiful. Maybe. You know, two good things. Yeah, definitely. Rabat, Morocco. Hey, Morocco. Lahore, Pakistan. Ooh, nice. Oldenstovo, Russian Federation. Oh, brother. Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. 
Nice. Paterna, Spain. A. Valencia, Spain. Ooh, Valencia. Gothenburg, Sweden. Nice. Poplar, UK. Another UK! Yes. Awesome. Spreading. Yeah, we are like a plague. We should just start naming cities like Pitbull before every episode. Oh. <laughs> like Pitbull? Yes, like Pitbull. My mom loves Pitbull. Oh, okay, good for her. <laughs> okay, with that being said. <laughs> oh, God damn it. If you guys want the link to um, the horror thing that I just talked about, I will post it everywhere. Yeah. All day. Every day. Literally. I will keep posting it for like a week straight. <laughs> but in the meantime, if you have your scary or personal stories you'd like to share with us, send them to we don't play podcast at gmail.com. And then uh, pictures of God damn it, me probably dying on Instagram at we don't play podcast. And our Facebook page is we don't play podcast. Or you can find us at Facebook and Twitter at we don't play pod. And then Patreon, www.patreon.com slash we don't play. Trust me, this reaction right now will probably persuade you to send us money for that bubble later. Right. The before. Yeah, I'm never gonna You didn't even say it with the right letter. I don't even want to anymore. <laughs> and then review and comments, because we just love that. And we'd also love it if you would like and subscribe to us. Yeah, and then we have SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And we have iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Then we have our new podium.co. Like I said, every social media will have that link. You just click it and you see all our oldest and latest episodes all there. And our little website. You can contact us directly on our personal social medias, personal Twitters and Facebooks. And you can easily email us by clicking on a link to just send us direct emails. Very easy and very simple. Easy breezy. Beautiful. Cook. Yeah. I think like that's what I'm probably going to say because that's like the first thing that comes to my head. I know, but they, they, they really are easy breezy. They are. So much product. <laughs> and they're animal cruelty free. That's what I like most about them. Yeah, they got the stamp of approval. Love it. Love that. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we will see you next week. We'll see them. Let's just... We'll talk to you. <laughs> I'll call you back. Yeah, we'll call you back. <laughs> Night-night, darklings. Bye.